Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! And I'm Stephen, I'm Bones. And this is Killed to Death. The improvised true crime podcast with Griffin and Steve. Oh, but sorry. Here's the on. catch. Yeah. It's good. This time, it's good. Um, And I, don't, I haven't told you this because I haven't seen you in person in a little bit of, of a while. But while you were away frolicking in Lord knows where, uh, Ireland... I knew how to solve a Rubik's cube. Now that's my new skill. Oh, so sorry. That's legitimately impressive. Thanks. Um, so <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah, this is a genuine twist. Uh, so if you listeners out there want to test me, um, find me on Cameo, and I'll do it on camera for you for I don't think three hundred dollars. A better trick for podcasting? Can you solve it for the listeners right now? Yeah, you want to hear me solve it on, on camera? Here we go. Blue, red, white. Time. How was that? That was Speed good. Cubing. Yeah, uh, pretty good. I've gotten pretty good, about, but is, is it about like say, algorithms? Oh, sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, um, yeah, I sent you a, a good little how-to in advance of this, so you've got tips as well, um, and we're gonna teach everyone else how to do it too. So, yeah, my, my tip for the listeners: um, step number one: those little stickers can peel right off. Um, so usually I'll take them off. You're going to want some kind of, because I don't find, they're not like built for attaching and reattaching. Make sure you have some kind of glue or tape with you as well. Mm-hmm. Just or to just reinforce that. just make your that. own stickers. Yeah, that's true as well. Um, and put them over top. But either way, if they're not already in the right order, you can take them off and put them in the right order. Put new stickers over top. Make it all blue all the way around. Um, <laughs> just buy a whole people, blue cube. <laughs> most people can't even do that. Like you, you see the masters; they can't make it all That's one color. That's true. That's true. No matter how fast they go, it's never all blue. Yeah. Um, you know, pointedly, they really make a point of telling you that on these. Well, I guess it's probably been for a while where they're like, "It's not stickers," because I guess a lot of people used to do that. Sticker. Trick. So what on the package? They're explicit telling you it's not stickers. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, I'm exposing myself and where I work right now, but we, uh, <laughs> we do cover Rubik's and in some of, a lot of the like stuff for the latest, it's like, they're very Steve clearly, works like, at the Rubik's times. <laughs> I work at the, the Rubik's newspaper. factory <laughs> and there's no stickers anymore. Okay. <laughs> you work at the factory hammering the squares into each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually very intricate. It's piece by piece and I use little tweezers and I have to put them all in every spot. Um, so what's your tip? The tip is just relax. Oh. A lot of people can't solve it because they're too in their own head. You know what I mean? They're thinking about, oh, do the colors line up? Am I finishing a color on the side yeah. or on the bottom? It's like... Is what I'm saying like funny and then they get all caught up in their head? Yeah. 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 Not me, man. I don't say anything funny. That's the And key. that's why you're so good at the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just got to be a bland, boring guy and just clear your mind completely. Go very zen with it 
And yeah. I find that normally works best. Uh, practice, practice, practice. <laughs> so those, I guess, I, I, I know I'm three at four tips. tips. Well, <laughs> okay. plus my first one of use the stickers. So oh, it's practice, right. practice, use the stickers, practice are kind of my four. You can put those in any order you'd like. <laughs> well, yeah, practice a bunch, then just use the stickers as the last tip. <laughs> but like, wor- like work out. Mm, mm-hmm. Use your fingers, use your arms, get into the gym. Yeah. You don't want to have to start and then you can't even move the top like platform. That happens and go like, way ow, too oh, much. Ow. <laughs> and then you hold it up to your mom and go, can you twist it? <laughs> you don't want that which leads me to my final tip and that is uh ask for help if you need it ask for help get someone else to do it it's yes. easy find a german person that it was invented by a german man all german kids had to play with these i'm sure growing up so if you can find ha- anyone what do you mean had to play with these <laughs> i think that there was just kind of like provided to you First day of school, probably. Yeah. They were just given and every child needed to learn it in order to, to pass. Well, I and also the other way around, like on the first day of school, a lot of kids will come up to their teacher and place like an apple in pieces on the desk <laughs> and the teacher has to reassemble it with their hands into an apple form. All the little like slices of apple. Yeah. It's kind of cute. Spinning them all around. They should do an apple version Aww. of Rubik's. I'll work on it at the factory. <laughs> Not compatible with PC Rubik's. All right. Okay. Steve, would you like to solve a murder? Yeah, I would love to. The victim, Walter Black, found dead on a Greenpeace ship. Today's guest, Trisha Maxwell, who found the body. Trisha, hello. Hi, I'm Trisha Maxwell. <laughs> Hi, thanks. thanks Hi, for being I'm here. Griffin Toplitsky. Hi. Wow, thank you thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Do you it's have like, a do you have a hidden skill? Oh, plenty. I mean, I'm so peaceful. That's why I joined Greenpeace. I'm also an acrobat. Okay, so that's, sorry, that's I, a I skill. Hit... Sorry, peaceful. That's yes, I'm. I've been told I'm the world's most uh, peaceful acrobat. Actually, I can do many flips that bring calm and joy. <laughs> Those are my hidden skills. So the crowd is not excited at all. Like when no, you're doing flips, everyone's they're kind yawning. Of, yeah, they're Whoa. very restful, actually. I cure insomnia, actually. Uh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. in Greenpeace because of your ability to be peaceful? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm. Uh, I have little to no political motivations that I share publicly. Um, I, yeah, mostly just because I, I bring a sense of serenity wherever I go. Um, so is that your job you with them? Uh, just kind yes. of chill things out? Like you're the yeah. yogi on the boat? <laughs> the official title is Captain of Serenity. Mm. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty sweet gig, actually. So I have health insurance. What are your day-to-day duties? Um, on the boat? Yeah. Um, well, I wake up, I meditate for four to five hours. Um, then by then, and you know, it's it's 5 p.m. It's time for dinner. <laughs> wake, wake up, up at, at noon. noon. Yeah. Yes, I wake up at noon. It's because I'm, I'm up every morning or I'm up every night until 6 or 7 a.m. Uh, oh, doing wow. my rounds on the ship to make sure that everyone's asleep. And oh, if they're, if they're not sense. asleep, I go into their cabin and I just backflip until they pass out. 
Oh, your rounds. You mean round and around in the air. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's a double entendre, actually. It's my rounds and my rounds. So... So you're like, you're like um, entertainment on the boat, maybe. You know, yes. And it's it's great because I, I am an entertainer at heart, but I also am happy to be a part of the Greenpeace mission. That's why I signed up and left the circus. But you're kind of like the calm app for the Greenpeace ship. Basically. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah, I am the calm app for the Greenpeace ship. <laughs> You're not allowed to have the com app on the. If you ship. if you have the com app, it's a uh, it's a conflict of interest, and uh, yeah, you have to you have to delete conflict of Thank interest. You. Yeah, so basically, yeah, it's a it's a great time for me. I, I have a great time on the Greenpeace ship. How big is it? It is massive, way bigger than you'd expect. Um, How big were you picturing, Griffin? I was picturing like a uh, like Disney cruise ship size. So it's way bigger than that. <laughs> It's way bigger wow. than that. Yeah, massive. It's, yeah, we're really quite afraid of it ever tipping over. Um, it would be bad. Oh, so you just mean height-wise, that's how, it's like two stacked on top of each way other Way too size. tall? It's real tall, yeah. It's it's like an apartment complex, just like chugging down the water. Uh, but there's only about 30 people on the ship, so it's real easy to, And one you know. of them is captain of Serenity. Yeah, well... It can get stressful, you know. Have you ever tried to just hang out with the same thirty people for months on end? Like, there's going to be some tension, right? Yeah, Griffin went to camp. Yeah, that's what camp is. Yeah, yeah. it's basically summer camp for adults without real jobs. But Except for was... me, sorry. Yes, you have a my real job. job is, but my no, job no one is else real. there has a real job. No. Well, you know, they're all on the the Greenpeace mission, you know. So every day, you know. Uh, you log on to the, the Greenpeace app um, that we all have <laughs> on the boat, and it says, yeah. here's your mission for the day, and then the ship goes chugging along to that oh, place. Oh, so it's like a fun little scavenger hunt game. Pretty much, yeah. It's, you know, some may call it colonialism light. We like to call it helping others, what whether or not they missions? ask for it. What's an so. example of a, <laughs> a uh, so you wake up, you log into the you app, what's a mission you might places? get? <laughs> We're not, no, we're not colonizing places. We're just showing up uninvited and helping mm. out. Mm. So, uh, for example, you know, last month we got a call from California, a small oh. town called, um, Ham, Ham, California. Uh, and so we just drove our, our tall, tall ship up to the coast and said, uh, you know, hey, turns out that people were fighting over horses. And so we had to go in, kind of, you know, settle that all down, kill a couple what, of horses, get back fight? on the ship. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you just killed the horses. Yeah. Well, that was the <laughs> quickest very... route to peace. Who's the so... that guy from the Bible who's like, "We'll cut the baby in half." <laughs> that, oh, that was King... your Herod. Maybe? That's that's what I'll suggest. Yeah, King something. I know. That was... I know half of it. <laughs> that was your approach. Half it seems. It. If they're arguing over horses, you suggested just killing the horses. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, it's it's crazy you bring up the Bible because we are pretty anti-religious on the ship, but we keep mm. doing these really Old Testament-style interventions. <laughs> A lot of frogs. <laughs> um, we made it rain locusts on um, mm. Mexico a couple of weeks ago. Can Mexico I ask City. How? Um, A lot of hard work. <laughs> 
practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice, practice. Stickers. Uh, teamwork makes the dream work. Mm. And, uh, you know, having a common goal in mind and, you know, some just knowing the, the breeding patterns of locusts. Sure. You can make three into 300 real, real quick if you're smart. If you're smart. But you're you don't smart. have to do any of this. You just kind of get to watch it all happen until nighttime when you get to flip around and put people to sleep. Yes, I mean, I do come on the the missions. I come on the missions. I make sure that everyone's, you know, feeling chill. We can do some, uh, you know, some pretty heavy stuff sometimes. <laughs> Lots of animal murder. So I make sure everyone's handling it okay. Um, and, you know, every once in a while, the townspeople will get upset. So I'll just kind of, you know, take up the gazebo in the middle of a park and just flip around. Um, distract people, you know. Well, everyone else can make a speedy getaway in the huge boat exactly exactly um and then sometimes i have to paddle my own little little paddle boat back to the boat if they leave me too long like a big swan yeah (laughs) yeah like uh it has paddles like a bike (laughs) it's just me going through the ocean so but you know that usually they remember me but if they don't i you know it's no big deal i get it yeah, I always thought Greenpeace was like an environmental organization that was kind of for animals for the most part. It yeah. turns out that was wrong. And <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're not wrong. You're you're correct. Greenpeace is, is we're very environmental. Uh, we're we're very pro animals as long as the animals aren't dicks and they're not causing any problems. Right. So like humans to fight over them. Yes. Um, All right, count them down. Biggest dick animals. <laughs> and not what not what they well, have like but who, oh, okay. who they are <laughs> oh okay. yeah. not by girth in behavior by behavior okay behavior not girth and i would then say girth. <laughs> and then girth. And then we'll compare okay. um all right yeah let's go okay so biggest dick behavior wise animal uh chupacabras <laughs> they're assholes no i always thought those were mythical no, they're real. They oh, wow. live in New Zealand and they suck. Like they're just they're rude, they're mean. Mm. Uh, after that, we've got giraffes. Giraffes are really mean. And they think a lot of themselves, like they got really big egos. Sure. Um and then, you know, in third place, I probably have to give it to prairie dogs just because everyone thinks they're really sweet, but they're actually assholes. Mm. And then overrated. Overrated. And then the nicest animal I've ever met would have to be the locusts, actually. The locusts were super sweet. Really nice to me. So. Yeah, um, and then penile size. Yeah, okay, penis size. Largest penis I've ever seen on an animal. Uh, the hippo. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, weird shape, but massive. And then nicest uh, penis? <laughs> the nicest penis. Oh, yeah, you did animal. behavioral biggest yeah. dick. And, yeah. Yeah, um... Probably, have you ever seen a hamster penis? No. I feel um, like I just passed a test. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good lucky you. <laughs> no, uh, they're they're really cool dicks. They they have cool dicks. They have really interesting. It, it's not even a. It's not even really a dick. It's more just like a like a fuzzy mound. Um, that is nice. Yeah, it's a little it's a little jarring at first, but then you're like, oh, you know, good for you, good for you. Let's so. talk about uh, Walter Black. Oh, bless his soul. I can only assume this was a guy who destroyed meth. Destroyed oh. math? 
Meth. Oh, meth. You know Walter White makes oh, meth. Oh, yes. <laughs> Naturally, <And so> his <laughs> his enemy <laughs> would be Walter Black, who is actively ruining it, throwing the meth over the side of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just my assumption. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, no, well. you're you're right on track with Walter Black. Actually, he was our our on boat drug destroyer. Hmm. So yeah. if, you, if you found any on the boat, it was his job to kind of get rid of it, or yeah, if we found any on the boat, if we found any in any of the towns that we go visit, you know, like anything that this guy real passionate about the environment, right? Like, and in his mind, drugs are the single greatest threat to the environment. So, and it doesn't matter what drugs it, you know, it could be it could be weed, it could be you know meth, or it could be just like Tylenol. Like this guy isn't right, having so any of it. Showing up in the town, he's rummaging through medicine cabinets, yeah. sneaking them all into a big garbage bag, kind of mm. like the Grinch for your medicine. For your prescriptions, yeah, for yeah. sure. No, he's a, yeah, real, uh, real helpful guy. Really, uh, really made sure everyone, you know, tapped into nature to heal and didn't have any fun at parties. So. And so that was his official job on the ship. Uh, no, his, his official, his official job was actually captain he oh okay. yeah oh, okay the, the the drug thing was just a a passion project of his but he actually he steered the boat he really he ran it he hit the gas he was in charge of the boat <laughs> driving it as captain i mean sure, you're captain yeah, yeah. of serenity he was captain of the boat yeah so we worked very closely together yeah co-captains Co-captains. I would say that we had equally important jobs. He would do more steering than me. I didn't do a lot of steering. He did less flips. Well, hopefully, depending yeah. on how he drove. He tried to do flips. He wasn't very good at it. Take the thing off a ramp. Yeah. It's too tall, Griffin. And it's, in the water. <laughs> it's really tall and in the water. But, you know, he was he was an adventurous type of driver, and that's what made him so great. He really would do anything to get the boat going okay what what exactly does that mean as far as <laughs> what's the Doing, craziest thing he had to do to get the boat going craziest thing he had to do to get the boat going man he uh he once harnessed a colony of dolphins to pull the ship when uh when we ran out of gas he he went into the water gave the dolphins ayahuasca that he had picked up off of someone in uh, Manitoba and fed it to the dolphins, harnessed them all together and it made like, it was like a Santa sleigh, but with dolphins instead of reindeer. I, I do want to clarify. He doesn't mm -hmm. destroy the drugs. He, he just takes them. Yeah. He saves he them to the give drugs. to animals later. Uh, I, I'm just saying, you know, does he destroy them? Does he keep them? You know, like that's none of my business. I'm, I'm peaceful. I sleep till noon. Uh, and I don't, you know, I spend five hours a day with my eyes closed sitting on the floor with cross-legged. So I really, uh, you know, what he does with the drugs, I, we left it up to Walter because that guy knows what he's doing. You know, he drives the ship. Steering presses Steering the gas. Steering presses the gas and just jets us through the ocean. <laughs> so. Is there a specific, uh, territory you guys normally sail? We mostly go through the um uh the, the 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 Atlantic the Atlantic Ocean both north and south uh depending on the season. 
uh, when it gets too cold, we go south like the birds. And when it gets right. too hot, we go north like, like the, the birds. birds. Like the birds. Like the birds. Yeah. So it, it depends. But we like the we like the Atlantic just because then you got you got Europe on one side and the <laughs> Americas on the other. This is the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. feel like you're in the middle of everything. That's nice. You know, you look to your left, you got you got Europe. <laughs> you got you Europe. To your right, you got America. The Americas, yeah. Then Greenland. The Bermuda Triangle. Yes. Oh, true. We, you guys ever we get did actually that? make several voyages through the Bermuda Triangle. That was kind of his thing for a while. He went through a phase where he just wanted to prove that we could go through the Bermuda Triangle. But then he actually was found dead while we were in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. So kind of screwed himself over there. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the day you found his body. Yeah, so I was uh, I was doing my rounds, you know, making sure <laughs> that was everyone was asleep. My rounds, my rounds. Yeah, it was the middle of the night. It's like one o'clock in the morning. All right, shaking so people like, awake and saying, "Watch me do a cartwheel." <laughs> yes, as I usually did. Um, so I went around, you know, doing my flips, making sure everyone's asleep, uh, and then you know, the end of the night, I'm like, you know, good night, everyone's asleep. Going to go make sure that. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you say. I said that to myself as I roamed the hallway. Finally, everyone's asleep. Yeah, everyone's asleep finally. Uh, so I, I went to go uh, to the captain's lodge, which is on the 12th floor <laughs> of the ship. And uh, yeah, went in there and he was he was dead with a gruesome, gruesome stab wound through his chest. But the sun was rising through the window. So it was actually kind of a cinematic is 12 but he was the super top dead. floor? It's it's the one below the penthouse. Okay. Who gets the who gets the penthouse then if not the captain of the ship? The penthouse is for for the the good the good the good person of the week. We always oh, have it's, a, it's rotating. Mm-hmm. How do you it's how do you rotating. earn that? Uh well you you got to be the most peaceful. It's Greenpeace. Oh, so you must be in the penthouse a lot. I get it all the time. (laughs) Yeah, the system's a little bit rigged in my favor. Yeah. Yeah, wait, who decides good person of the week? Um, Usually me and the captain. So Walter (laughs) and I would put our heads together. Um, Two-person vote. Two-person vote. (laughs) On three, say who you want to be for good person of the week. You yes. both say yourselves. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, you know, and then we kind of fight it out. And uh, yeah, usually one of us would get it. Every once in a while, you know, we we throw like some breadcrumbs to one of the other green pieces. That's what we call it, green pieces on the ship. Do you, do you think the other 28 people on the boat uh, liked you two? It's hard to say. Usually I would only interact with them while they were asleep. Sure. <laughs> or when we were on a mission, when we all had a common goal in mind. And when we were on a mission, you got you got to understand, you know, we go to these places, you know, we get a we get a call. It's like go someone someone in Dublin is is real mad and we go we talk to him as a team. Who is wait? Who's giving you this call? <laughs> yeah, the app. Someone the green... in Dublin is real mad. It was the one green... of your requests. <laughs> the Greenpeace app. It's right. an app. Right. Who runs that? Who like who updates? It's that? community run. It's community <laughs> run. It's an it's an you algorithm. Post. You can tweet. You can tweet in. Like a hashtag. Can summon the boat. <laughs> yeah. You can summon the boat. Uh, you, you tweeted with like a, like voting on American Idol. You tweeted with a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Mad in Dublin. 
<laughs> hashtag mad in Dublin. Hashtag Greenpeace app. You can look it up on Twitter. Look it up. And so I don't believe you. The more hashtags you get, the like the more it gets pushed to the, the more top press, of your app. The, yeah, the more pressing it is. So, mm. you know, if we get 25 tweets about a guy who's mad in Dublin, <laughs> no, it's then we're going to go. That's all it takes. <laughs> Fuck a war, you know? Like, <laughs> we're going to see... You know, Jeremy's pissed today. We're going to go see if we can make his day better. So sue us. We'll go see what animal we can kill near him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we are not always killing animals. We're only sometimes killing animals if it's relevant. Sometimes we kill the the people. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Not always, just once or twice. Hey, International Waters. That's it, you know, and sometimes we get a call from... um, Lisbon and we you know they're like could you get rid of Pete and we're like yeah we just take him out yeah throw him off the penthouse you know <laughs> hashtag like, get rid of Pete hashtag get rid of Pete <laughs> yeah you know what are so, they gonna do to us what was the call that uh, sent you either to or through the Bermuda Triangle what were they hashtagging we were actually on our way to the South Pole Mm. Whoa. Um, for a hashtag penguin uprising. Yeah, there, there was a... Do you want to support that or uh, take it down? Uh, well, you know, the thing is, it, it was it was a morally confusing situation. The, the ship was real divided on it because there was a documentary crew down there filming March of the Penguins 3. Okay. And the penguins were pissed off about that because they, they didn't sign a waiver. Um, but then penguins are also so cute. So it was, uh, you know, we were, we were pretty divided. Um, so we were on our way down and, you know, was there tension on the ship? Absolutely. Because I think half of us were like, you know, let's just kill the penguins. Half They're of not were, even... Let's kill the documentary crew. Yes, exactly. Because, like, if the Someone's world needs one thing less, it's one less documentary crew. Let's be honest. Yeah, what time is Walter on? What time is Walter on? <laughs> Yeah, what time is Walter on? What time is <laughs> he on? Question. I guess no, eternal no, forever now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he no, exists no, what, within uh, our what hearts. side of this uh, uh, who to kill argument? Oh, Walter wanted to kill the documentary crew. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he I was... know you like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go. Please go ahead. No. Please go ahead. No. You go. Steve. Oh, my God. Look. Solved. <laughs> he wanted to kill the documentary crew because he, as a child, was punched in the face by acclaimed American filmmaker Michael Moore. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he hates Why the did Michael crew. Moore do that? Michael Moore's kind of a dick. Um, turns well, out. Where does he yeah. fall on that ranking? <laughs> Girth very high, and behavior also very high. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's like a he's like a tripod with a bad personality. <laughs> I've seen War of the Worlds. Yeah. Damn. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was exactly like that. So he sorry he punched him in the face as a kid. He punched him in the face as a, as a child. Okay. Um, he was filming Sicko in Sarnia. You've seen the the documentary Sicko? I have, yeah. I've heard of Sicko. They go to Sarnia. 
Ontario, which is oh. where Walter Black is from. Okay. Uh, and he wanted to demonstrate how good the Canadian healthcare system was. So he just said, check out what happens when I punch this kid in the face and just wallops him. You know, Walter goes to the hospital. He's bleeding out his face. And then they cut it from the final cut of the movie. So he doesn't even make it into sicko. No wonder he wanted to kill this documentary crew in the South Pole. Yeah. I, Motivations this is why clear. I was on his side, you know, like it, it made sense to me, at least. And then was it the other 28 people thought you should kill the penguins? It wasn't all of... I would say that there were 16 people that wanted to kill the penguins. And then the other um, 8, 12 people wanted to kill the documentary crew. So we were outnumbered by one Mm. for the kill the penguins. But again, you know, we, we were all equal, Greenpeace... Greenpeace, peaceful, equal people. However, we do, as captain and captain of Serenity, have a bit more pull. So I think that there was a little bit of a challenge there, you know, just because at the end of the day, Walter's yeah. going to steer steer the boat into where the he crew. Wants. <laughs> into the crew. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we're going to do is take a quick break. We just narrowed it down to 16 suspects. That's awesome. We're ahead of schedule. We started Perfect. it in infinite possibility. Mm-hmm. And we've cut out most people. That's pretty yes. good for halfway for us. We're not normally, the numbers aren't normally this low. Yeah, this is fantastic. I've got a good Great. feeling about the rest of the episode. We're going to be right back. <laughs> quick. Sweet. are back on acclaimed podcast killed to death <laughs> you're claiming that this is podcast killed to I, death? <laughs> I think this is killed to death 90 <laughs> percent sure <laughs> regardless welcome back thanks i assume uh, that's I'm, to me i'm still here with steve yeah and i'm still solving this cube baby i'm, I'm on to four solves now this whole episode i've just been doing <laughs> it in the background have you timed yourself before yeah, I've got it to two and a half minutes. That sounds but, good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think I have to learn. I don't think I could get less than maybe two minute and a half or two minutes before I'd have to learn some kind of like new algorithms. My my method takes too long to do in anything under than a minute, you know? Well, like learn from mm-hmm. speedrunners. You can find the glitches in it and like kind of <laughs> exploit them. Is it true? What do you mean? Glitch. Yeah, because you can do it in like a like a rhythm, right? Like if you turn, turn up, turn, turn up, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. They just know so many algorithms that they ha- take a look at it and they're like, oh, if that's there and that's there and that's there, I can do my whatever six step thing and be yeah. done. Yeah. So you just have but to try gotta, harder. Know what's going on? Uh, yeah, I just need to apply myself. Yeah. And Trisha, how quick can you do a flip? Uh, <laughs> honestly, in the blink of an eye. Oh, so people can't even see it. No, half did the time. Like, if you're not really paying attention. Yeah, I just did three flips. Yeah, I didn't see anything, but now there's a hole in your ceiling. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> unplug my earbuds. I really just... I'm, I'm incredibly skilled. I did Cirque du Soleil for seven years. Oh, cool. Did you do that Beatles one? I did. I did. Yeah, I did the, I did, uh, uh, the, the entire day in the life. 
Okay, what, what do you do for that one? Flips. Just okay, flips. flips. Yeah. It sounds like that's mostly your thing. Yeah, I, I, I failed um, to really acquire any other skills other than flips. Um, I can somersault also really fast. I like Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, Borderline's still a flip, yeah. It's still a flip. It's more of a roll is the technical mm. term. Mm. Okay. But a flip, if you will. You are the co-captain. Uh, you're captain of Serenity. Captain of Serenity. On a yes. Greenpeace ship. Does this ship have a name? Uh, the ship is the El Contrudo. The El Contrudo. What does mm-hmm. that translate to? I never looked it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Contrudo. El Contrudo. Yeah. Now, this is a huge 13-story ship that looks like just an apartment building yes. sailing across the top of a water. Minimum 13 stories. Those are just the, the ones we know of. Oh, you <laughs> haven't looked up. Minimum. I, no. Here, no, we haven't looked down. It. That's the thing. No one's really sure how deep the ship goes. 13 is the (laughs) highest number, but there could be negatives. Yes. It's like when you go into a parking garage, it's like P1 and P2. Yeah. It's like that. the ship could be deep underwater. Yeah, we have no idea. Like like an iceberg. Yeah. You just know that when you banish the bad person of the week somewhere, they go away. (laughs) They go away. Uh, And we we never see them again. Oh, okay. how, how many people did you start with on this boat? <laughs> 270. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. So every week you lose someone? <laughs> yep. You're coming up to it, too, because 30, it's going to come down to, well, I guess it was going to come down yeah. to you and Walter. Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's I been a ride. Know. I'm not saying that those people are, are dead, but I'm saying that I haven't seen them. They right. just kind of get on the elevator and then we also never see that elevator again. Uh, <laughs> so every time, every time we hit land, we have to get a new elevator installed in the shaft. So did you mention what's the lowest you've been? Did you say water level, or, or did you not mention? Um, I've been down to um, P one, which P1. is where okay. it's where the laundry is. So right. Have to do kind of a hole in the side of the boat, and you hold out your shirt and into the ocean as you drive. <laughs> yes. Well, we're Greenpeace. We're very environmentally friendly. So, sure. yeah. It's... But you still got to put a quarter in. Still have to put a quarter in. Yeah. No. It's at 16 quarters now. Inflation wow. has really fucked us on the just boat. Chuck them into the ocean. Yeah, basically. It's, it's cheaper to just buy new clothes every week. So, Greenpeace. <laughs> Greenpeace and fast fashion, man. We're like, we're tight. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Describe. I, I haven't mentioned yet for the listeners. Can you describe the Greenpeace uniform you're wearing? Oh, the Greenpeace uniform? Yes, absolutely. I am wearing um, full length overalls. Um, they are green. Most they overalls s- are full length, no? No. Some oh, okay. are. Some are. What about like dung- Lederhosen? Lederhosen, yeah. Or dung. They only go to your knees. Right. Yeah, later hosen. That's different than overalls, but like I'll, yeah, I'll excuse are. it. Yeah. Um, no, full length green overalls. Um, we each pick an emoji and we get an emoji printed. So I have a smiley face with a little, little wink right now. What do you mean printed? Like on a piece of paper you carry around? No, like on onto the jumpsuit. That's your ID. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> we also have our emoji on our ID. So I got a little little winky face mm. all over mm-hmm. mine. 
And uh, yeah, right now we're wearing um, platform shoes, so it makes us taller and more intimidating. To each other, or to I guess the townsfolk you're uh, terrorizing and taking <laughs> your meds. <laughs> to, to the townsfolk, but also to each other. Um, you know, it's important to keep everyone in check. I'll, I'll say that. What was Walter's emoji? Walter's emoji was the the little angry man. The little with the red angry face. man. You know the little angry man with the red face? Oh, yeah. The devil. Yeah, the devil. <laughs> that's I it. Do, I assume he's a devil, right? The, well, it there's is one the devil. with horns, but there's one that's not, I thought. No, I'm he's angry with one. and he's got like fur around his face, I think, or like at least pointy lines around his face. Yeah, yes. Am I thinking of the right one? Okay. Well, yeah, I absolutely. I don't know what we're talking about then. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. It's a little angry furry man devil, and that was his emoji. Oh, I do know that. Yeah, one. you do That's know him. That's devil guy. You do know okay, him. Yeah, it looks little... like he's like a lion's mane almost. Yep. He, yeah, he looks like that face from, uh, is it Insidious that pops up during the interview? Yeah, but no without spoilers. the hair. Yeah, that's true. But yes. No, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that was his. Do you, yeah. think, wow. do you think he's gone to hell to meet his uh, emoji? <laughs> He always wanted to go to hell. Actually, it was a dream of his. He was a big, a big hell guy, big Beyonce. Yeah, Bermuda fan. Triangle, hell. He was a big, like, superstitious, you know, fan of the occult. Yeah, he was. He was a big occult guy, big into portals, uh, big into karmic mm. debt. He really. Uh, I think that he'd be happy in hell. I think that's where he'd want to be. That's where his heroes are. Uh, for the listener, uh, Steve found a Skype emoji that was a devil. <laughs> Steve, good work. <laughs> Thanks. That was almost like it, his. Trisha? Yes, I awesome. did. Similar, okay. but less of an air of terror. Yeah. Than his. It's a little more ambiguous. This guy's yeah. very clearly the devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he'll let you know. Yeah. So you found Walter dead in the Bermuda Triangle while you were passing through on your way down to the South Pole. Yes. You found him dead with a gruesome wound in his chest. A gruesome wound. How big? Um, it was the entire chest cavity. Went from nipple to nipple, just like a, a cavern of blood. Nipple to nipple. Oh, so across. It was. It was like. It was like a cross, and then like, have you ever like cut like a like a duck, where you cut across and no. then cut down and then you no. sort of open I, the thing no, up. You passed another test. <laughs> Yeah. You've never seen a hamster dick, and you've never cut a duck. <laughs> never cut a duck open. <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen a lot of different ways to cut open animals, and also penises. So yeah, it's like they they pry it apart. Like they were doing lung surgery. Have you ever seen a lung surgery? No, they go like, no. and then they go down, and then they like open it up, like like um, you know, like doors, like veranda doors. Oh, right, like, like um, flaying. Uh, or whatever, yeah. right? Or in Midsummer, where uh, they uh, this isn't what you're talking about at all. But I have the visual of the guy the with guy like the skinned. lungs pulled up through his back and then hung from the ceiling in the shed. That is yeah. not what I'm talking about, but okay. yeah, for sure, yeah, <laughs> similar level of grotesque. Right. So it looks like someone almost did a, a pre-autopsy on him, a pre-death autopsy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It looked a like murder. they were digging for something. <laughs> Oh, it looked like they oh. were digging for something. It looked like they were digging for something because there was there was a, a couple of spoons left in him. Oh, digging with spoons. Yeah. Well, we don't. Or have... it sounds like someone was eating him. Oh. Uh, Who's to say? Know. I wasn't there. Know. 
Now, Trisha, your face just lit up. Oh, my goodness. You love the Skype theme song. I do love the Skype theme song. I'm going to have to bring it to a close. Or do you want it to play out a bit? I think it should play on for at least five more seconds. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one there. <laughs> one second. They're clearly turning on their camera. Oh yeah, someone's fumbling about. Oh no. Sorry, I got it, I got it. Don't worry, I got it, I got it, I got it. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, sir. I'm on. Hello, hello. Is this hello. thing on? Hello, hello. 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 <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh yeah, I recognize you. Hi there, Trisha. Hi, how are you, Hi. Mark? Good to see you. Good to see you. I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, all things considered. Just calling from floor four. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy for that. <laughs> You're crazy for that one, Mark. It's your boy. Um, uh, the uh, Wi-Fi is a little spotty down here, so I'm doing my best. But uh, if I if I if I cut it and out, that's why. Yeah, what's dripping from the ceiling? <laughs> what isn't in my room? Uh, I can never tell what's a what's a stalagmite and a stalactite. Oh, it's all congealed here. Uh, so some come from below, some come from above. Something drips from above and lands below. Who knows? <laughs> Such is the hierarchy on the Greenpeace ship. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Four's not so bad. I don't mind four. I used to. I used to be on floor two. So <laughs> moving on up. You're moving up, Mark, and we're very yeah. proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is this boat called? It's the El Contrudo. Oh, that's right. That's right. I f- totally forgot about that. <laughs> Our nickname great for question. it, though, is Lisa. That's Lisa true. Contrudo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Don't mm-hmm. ask why. Oh, okay. Well, I was uh, I was told to help uh, call in uh, because um, obviously this is an, an important case. The the boat has um, we well we've stalled out. There's no one to to drive the boat as of now. There's um, uh, no one to uh, drug dolphins. No one to drug any animal of any kind, really. So the animals are they're having their way. I'll say it. They're they've kind of taken over uh, a great deal of the ship, and um, time's running out. So um, yeah, we definitely uh, we definitely want to get this sorted quick, and mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully get a get a mm-hmm. new captain in here. <laughs> Trisha, you didn't mention this. Are they um, are the animals moving up floor to floor? Uh, you know, I looked down earlier and I did see what resembled Noah's Ark, but right now I am camped out on the 12th floor, uh, and I don't want to face reality just yet, but... What we're kind of witnessing is a, is a snow piercer, it sounds like, but with animals coming up through the boat. <laughs> yes, they, they came from below, they came from the sea, and they ripped open a hole in the side of the ship. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, one of the lower, more, um, um unknown levels of the ship we'll call it yeah and, they came uh, they through are, the laundry chute <laughs> they did and they're slowly uh slowly rising the floors so mm-hmm. um i'm feeling a bit anxious on four but uh i'm excited to to be on a show never been on a podcast before really yep <laughs> does that surprise you yeah. spend most of my days out on the sea and if I, when i'm not on the sea i'm uh helping or hurting townsfolk <laughs> 
What side do you? I don't know if this is a personal question. Uh, what side of the penguin issue were you on? Oh, the penguin issue. Yeah, which interestingly enough will never be resolved. I suppose at this rate, with without a captain, without moving, stuck in Bermuda Triangle. But anyways, I was pro killing all the penguins. Of course you were, Mark. Oh, stop. Stop. You wanted to kill the documentary crew? Of course I wanted to kill the documentary crew, Mark. They're evil. Now, now I understand. Uh, he put out a memo to the entire crew. I can understand why Walter would hate a documentary crew having been punched in the face once by Michael Moore during the filming of Sicko and Sarnia. But you, on the other hand, what on earth? would cause you to want to murder an entire documentary crew. Maybe, maybe I just wanted to support my friend, the captain of Lisa. <laughs> I think so, you, I didn't me? you just say that they're evil <laughs> or something to that effect? No? Wait, you, no. No. Yeah. The documentary yeah. crew? Well, yeah, supporting su- supporting her friend by saying they're evil. They are evil. Oh, I see, I see. So you don't really believe it? You just I you do just believe it. Why support- are you challenging my morals, oh, Mark? Okay. All right, all right. There's I a reason you're on four four, Mark. Oh, great. Maybe don't if you have send more conviction, lower, Mark. Please, I've <laughs> I've waited so long to be on floor four. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you it looks like he's got a toilet now. <laughs> Yeah, do you want to go back to shitting in the bucket, Mark? Because I can make that happen. No, no, I like my toilet. Thank you. Okay, Thank yeah, you. I thought you did. Uh, Jesus, Mark. Tried. It's the only thing in the room. <laughs> That's not true. Look at all these weird stalactites and stalagmites. That's true. <laughs> Those are beautiful. Yeah. We're They're not a sure natural they formation. Yeah. Would you prefer cobwebs, Mark? Empty cocoons I had from the those. Ceiling? Floor three was all buckets and cobwebs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy to be rid of it. Yeah, well... What do you shit in up at M12? <laughs> yeah, what's the upgrade of a toilet? Because you've guess gone from bucket to toilet from, what, three to four? <laughs> By the time you're up to 12. <laughs> uh... On floor 12, we actually have Greek statues with cupped hands that we just shit into. <laughs> and and I just... noticed you, then you, <laughs> you throw them off the side of the boat. Yes. <laughs> you tip off the full statue. Yeah, we just, every, like, once he gets, <laughs> once he gets a little heavy and we just sort of tip him off the edge, you know. It all just kind of slides off. Or it evaporates, whatever happens first. So... Yeah, it's pretty sick on floor 12, Mark. You wouldn't know that, so. Anyway, penguins are great. Documentary crews suck. I don't know why I have to explain this. The the issue's null and void. It doesn't matter at this point. I'm more concerned with the the impending uh, uh, two-by-two ferocious animals that are currently uh, scaling the decks. (laughs) And reproducing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's four by four at this point. They're, <laughs> they're only growing. Yeah, it's terrifying. But that's something that someone who knows what happened to our captain would say. What happened to Walter, Mark? Why I'm are sorry. you distracting what? us with animals? What is the what is the accusation here? The accusation is why, when there's been a gruesome murder on our ship, of our, our freaking 
are, are captain getting splayed open and eaten with spoons is mark coming in concerned that two hippos are fucking on floor three that's my question seems like one thing's a bigger issue than the other well how'd you know they were uh that he was eaten because there were spoons in his chest either they were digging or they were eating or both Eating is just uh, advanced, uh, you know, digging. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Eating Eating is just advanced digging. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could buy that. Sure. Well, dig up some spaghetti, bury it in your mouth. (laughs) If he'd eaten spaghetti on his as his final meal, you could have gotten to that (laughs) and eaten it eaten as a second time. I want you to think. We're about environmentally this. environmentally friendly on Greenpeace. Yeah, fair <sighs> enough. I don't. I don't think it's fair that that I, I'm being accused just because I'm frightened of some some uh, ferocious animals that are are nipping at our heels and fucking beneath me. Look, <laughs> look, Mark, you've killed dozens of horses and rabbits, bugs, hamsters, chupacabras. That's true. Rip a stalactite off the ceiling and stab some animals. What's the big okay. deal? All right. That's yes. But I, what I, my concern is that the ship won't get moving unless we get any sort of new captain in here, which, as we know by Greenpeace rules, can only happen when you solve what happened to your previous captain. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's Greenpeace rules. And I'm trying to go by the Greenpeace book. rules. <laughs> Greenpeace. Rock Peace. on. Yeah, for the listener, uh, a quick rock on symbol, but then second guessed and turned into peace signs. <laughs> <laughs> well, the peace signs make more sense in theory, yeah. Green peace. Green peace. Green, Green peace. peace. When is the last time and either of you. you had seen Walter? The last time I saw Walter was the night before. We had a, mm-hmm. a heart-to-heart, a really just a, one of those beautiful deep chats you can only have with a... With a true, true friend, where he told me that he felt as though he had opened up a portal within himself. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And he was really convinced that if he could get this the, the portal within himself to... He was very drunk, I'm sorry. I actually was not sure what he was... But it, it, the portal. He opened a portal. Within himself. Within himself. That's interesting. But okay, also, so yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> outside of himself, I think he might have had a couple of portals open at this point, actually. So, well, I've heard of portholes, but portals? Shit, you know what? He might have been saying portholes. So, <laughs> he might have just opened a window. <laughs> no, no, I think what you said made more sense. So, if he was trying to open a portal in his chest, that makes a whole lot of sense. Because the last time I saw him, he was going in to the, um, uh, the, the, the dining floor. I was going to say dining car. You're I towing a, a lot car of time. behind the boat. <laughs> yeah. That's what we eat on. <laughs> and so I, I, I'm, um, I was surprised to see him in there because obviously our dinners are staggered. I uh, never get to eat with the captain. And um, and you shouldn't. No, and I have to eat at 11 at night when um, all the other floors above me have finished their dinners. And then he came Oh, and in. they send it down the hole like that prison movie. What's that indie prison movie where they send all the food down oh, the hole? Platform or something? Yeah. Mm. The, the platform. They're on platforms. But yeah. yeah, sorry. It's like that. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just like that. And uh, but just like that in, indie horror movie. <laughs> it is a lot like that. And he came in and and he started grabbing at all the spoons, uh, which is so curious that you mentioned all the spoons. And it's just because he he came in and he said, "I'll take them. I'll take them all. I'll take them all." And the, and the staff working were uh, were very confused. They said, "We need them for the people below for floor four. How else are they going to eat their slop?" And he took them all. He took the whole. He ripped the whole kind of lining out of uh, of the drawer um, where the cutlery is kept, and he, he said, "I need these spoons." And he said, "Tonight, I dig." And he uh, and he and he headed out, and 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 that's very interesting. Now you find him later with the spoons. It's in his chest. It's it's very interesting, very interesting. Doug dug his own portal. Do you think he was trying to dig the chest. portal out of himself? Well, he, that's where he said the portal was during your chat, no? Yeah. Yes. But why yeah. would he do that to himself? Because he want, I guess he, he sounded like he liked portals. <laughs> Either he wanted to go into it or he wanted to get it out or I'm not really sure what he thought it so was. He wanted to see a portal. Or both. Yeah, catch a glimpse. All of the above. Yeah. He might have done it to himself. Oh, my God. Wow. Do you think it was all the ayahuasca he stole? <laughs> he might have been on a lot of ayahuasca. Oh yeah, that may he yeah, you couldn't understand what he was saying you were saying? And absolutely. Well, yeah, no, I, like I really couldn't. It sounded like he was being very sincere. But again, I had just flipped around about a thousand times. So <laughs> I um, <laughs> I probably wasn't thinking the most straight either. But wow. And I should say thank you. For, for all that you do. You uh, you come in, shake me awake around 5, 5.30, and you flip so fast I can't even see it. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost as if you're just standing there in the room for a bit in the dull morning light, and uh, I kind of squint myself awake. I see it all happen, and then you you always ask, are you asleep yet? Are you asleep yet? And I, I say, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, wow, I'm was. tired. I, well, I certainly was. <laughs> and you go, job well done. And you smack <laughs> your hands together like you're knocking chalk off them. And you close the door and you leave. And, and honestly, I, I sleep more peaceful every night just knowing that uh, you're going to be there to come do that. <laughs> it, is, it is an honor to do the job I do. It really is. Well, soon, soon enough, uh, hippos will come fuck on your floor, and this will all be moot. <laughs> yeah. I want to thank... Huh. Oh, first of all, that wraps up another successful episode of Kill to Death. This was Walter Black so high that he dug a portal into his own chest. Not a murder at all. We can't release the episode. Um, fans will be overjoyed. <laughs> I want to thank Zach Aaron for our theme song. I want to thank Brady Schumer for our art. If you want to have a gas online, follow Kill to Death Podcast on Instagram or K2D Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can email in a suggestion for a murder at killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. And that's all you are allowed to do when it comes to Kill to Death. <laughs> well, uh, but, for us, yeah. But now we turn to our guest. Uh, is there anything you want people to check out? 
Uh, honestly, if people want to follow me on social media, I got some stuff coming up and nothing particular to pinpoint. So, yeah. I'm, what are those handles? My handle is Chandelier. It's the first part of Chandelier, but then instead of Lear, it's Blair. Okay. And that's all, that's across all wow. platforms. Across all platforms. Like that indie horror film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twitter's on the bottom for sure. <laughs> wow yeah it's like the shit Elon. that you don't want to post on any other <laughs> service yeah my dad follows me there so i really can't post much <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one who follows you <laughs> yeah he's my only follower on twitter that's tough yeah he just calls and yells at me well uh if you're blair's dad uh check her out on twitter uh <laughs> steve is there anything you want people to check out um, Your Rubik's Cube videos. <laughs> Rothaniel is good. That new uh, Gerard Carmichael special. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really good. Check, Check that out. out. Check it out. <laughs> nice. Steve wrote it all. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is even funnier if you know what that special is. Which I don't. <laughs> Well, it's deeply personal for him, so it'd okay. be very funny. <laughs> but you wrote, wrote the entire it. thing. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it all for him. Yep. <laughs> he called checks me out. Checks out. Checks <laughs> out. Yep. He needed a he needed a second eyes on that thing. Mm-hmm. That's and it for me. I want to say to all of our listeners out there uh, in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, they need one every now and this then. This one's for you guys. This one's for all the listeners who are in a gym. Keep your stick on the treadmill. <laughs> Kill to Death is produced and recorded Sick. by Deep Cook and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Kill to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.